Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. I am Joe Chisholm, along with Joe Chisholm Jr., right here in the Race Time Radio studio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight. And our viewers, this time around on Rev TV. It's our debut on Rev TV. Welcome to all you viewers straight across Canada. Uh, we got a good one lined up for you, everybody. Tonight is going to be a good night, I can well imagine. Junior, this is going to be a good one. I know we got out of the box. Speed Weeks has begun, and man, oh, man, it's going to be a dandy. Hey, what a time to start on TV with the week that Speed Week starts. Yeah. At least there's uh, lots of information we can – there's lots of stuff we can talk about. Um, we've watched some great racing already from New Smyrna. I know Mother Nature's played a little bit of havoc, um, you know, thus far, but uh, uh, it has been – you know, refreshing to mm-hmm. uh, to have lots of uh, great content. Uh, you know, from from Speed Weeks and and uh, you know, looking forward to seeing you know what's all to come. Uh, lots of rivalries being formed already <laughs> with some of the divisions and and uh, you know, definitely some some really cool things coming down the pipe. So uh, yeah, welcome, welcome. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight, right off the hop. And I know he's up there. I could see him. We got Norm Newman with his number 11 modified. He is in the pits at New Smyrna Speedway, the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. And Norm is going to join us here in mere seconds. We'll hear from GMS Truck Driver. Of course, getting ready for next Friday night. The truck race is coming up. We want to talk to Grand Enfinger. He is the champion GM uh, machine for GMS. Going to be a really, really good run. For Grand Enfinger, you can count on that. Alex Lave joined in the show. He's Xfinity, of course. And we will hear from, how about the managing director of the Cup Series? We got Brad Moran going to come on the show in hour number two. We'll also catch up with Alberta's number 42. We got Kyle Reed going to join the show. He's getting all ready to go for the Western Rattler 300 coming up in B.C. in May. But what do you say we get this show started and let's welcome up from the garage area, from the pits at the 57th annual World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing. It is Norm Newman. What's going on, Normie? You're looking good sitting by that 11 car. How you doing, Joe? Doing fantastic, man. Uh, How's it going? You're Oh, we can hear the cars go by. Uh, How is it going down there, bud? Uh, we've had our challenges for sure. We, uh, in first practice, we kept popping out of gear and then, uh, second practice, we blew a power steering line. So just, uh, kind of getting the new car blues out of the way and moving forward with that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's trips and tribulations. You've gone a long way, man. From King Carden to New Smyrna Beach is a little bit of a drive. Are you having fun so far? Yeah, real good time. Uh, me and my girlfriend, my buddy Joe, drove down together with the hauler. Went straight through. It was a pretty fun drive. And uh, we got an amazing parking spot here at New Smyrna. got to thank those guys for, for getting us in here. And uh, all my team, it's, everybody's working so hard on the car. Uh, Tyler Hahn, Adam Hagen. We got Jade and Greg Franklin here. My dad, my brother. 
Yeah, my girlfriend. Everybody's here. Yeah, you gotta love it. Gotta love it. Now uh, tonight is night number three at New Smyrna Speedway. Night number one, pretty well got rained out. I know the sportsman yep. got in uh, last night. Some pretty good action. There was a modified, a modified two hundred, but we didn't see the eleven in there. I figured it oh. out though. Junior and I were saying, man, qualifying got rained out with five to go. I'll bet you you were one of those five. Yeah. Well, no, we didn't think. Well, coming into running this car, we didn't think it was a good idea. To- Go straight in with those guys. We figured we'd wait that one out and kind of take some notes and uh, talk to NASCAR and see how everything flows through the day and, and just get a good grasp on that before we uh, decided we'd go racing. So, uh, good. Did some practice. You definitely don't and want we're, your... We're ready for tomorrow. You definitely don't want your first uh, event with, with a tour type modified to be a 200 lapper at New Smyrna. <laughs> that, that there, yeah. That's jumping into the deep end, right? That is... Yeah. Uh, uh, definitely, uh, that's definitely a, a, a very tough uh, pill to swallow that the rain did come the night before. But uh, uh, that being said, good decision as well uh, on on your behalf. It's uh, the race last night was spectacular. Uh, I totally get why you want to run a tour type modified after watching those guys battle last night. Uh, did you get a chance to uh, key into the battle up front uh, with with the you know the the final the final fifteen to go? Yeah, we were up in the stands watching, um, hung out in the pits all day, just like I said, taking notes on, on how things flow and what you got to do to run a NASCAR tour mod in that, that class. So, uh, yeah, lots of notes and some heavy battle in there. So we're ready to get in. Well, racing starts at 730 at New Smyrna Speedway. If you can't be at the track to watch Norm live, you can always watch on Flow Racing. A lot of Canadians down there this year. Norm, have you got up uh, and talked to any of the guys yet from up home? Yeah, we got uh, Taylor Haldaway and uh, Corey Deliciano right across from us here. A good group of guys. We uh, came over and seen them changing an uh, engine there the other night. Gave a hand. But, uh, yeah, good group of guys right across the, the path here from us. Yep. How did they then, make uh, out? How did they Ren make Stiers out? Is kicking around here somewhere as well. <laughs> How did they make out? I know uh, Corey unfortunately uh, wrecked the back end of that car last night. They get it back together. Any sign of the boys? Yeah, they've been out in practice. Uh, I think they just qualified. I'm not sure how they did, but uh, hopefully they're doing well. So when do you strap in then, Norm? When do you get that number 11, that beautiful uh, image wrap number 11? When do you get that rocking and rolling? Yeah, Craig did an awesome job wrapping this thing. It looks so good. And then uh, tomorrow uh, night is our our first night. So, uh, yeah, pretty excited for that. How many nights will you have this year? We're going to run uh, five nights, so Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday. Yep. A couple big races coming up in there. A couple extended yep. long races, too. I bet you're looking forward to those. Yeah, so uh, tomorrow is a 50-lapper. Uh, Tuesday, 50-lapper. Uh, Wednesday, uh, 76. Thursday, 50. And Friday is 100. Wow. Wow. That's lots of yep. running. You'll have a lot of fun doing that. Uh, you've been out, obviously, in the car. How is it speed-wise? It's a lot different from the Oscar mod, that's for sure. Um, we took the car down with some, some crappy tires there off the start, and then we, we put some new ones on and made sure everything was good. I'm, I'm very comfortable in the car. Probably, I'd say, way more comfortable than my Oscar mod. 
but uh, haven't really got a chance to really go and lay some laps down. So tomorrow's our day, and we really want to make it in the show. I know you work lots with Brian McDonald, a premier builder up here. Have you seen Brian down there yet? Have you seen him down around uh, the racetrack? Yeah, Brian's supposed to show up here tomorrow. So, yeah, any any help from Brian is always greatly appreciated. I wouldn't be here without the support of him. Uh, he's taught me so much over the last few years. Well, you'll learn lots while you're down at the 57th Annual World Series of Asphalt Stalker Racing. That's Norm Newman. If you're just tuned in, he is coming to us live from the pit area at New Smyrna. So you may hear the odd cargo screaming by. I believe there is qualifying right now, right? Yeah, super. Good one right there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Super light models. Uh, How is the field looking for the super lights? Fairly decent? They have a fairly big field. I think they have 30-plus cars. So, uh, yeah, lots of lots of cars here. I've never been here and seen so many cars. You can't get a trailer park here right now. They got them even out in the parking lot already. So, yeah, there's a, a lot of cars here. Yeah, that is one big thing to, to take note of. This year, uh, you know, it's always been one night or two nights a week uh, during speed weeks where they open up the kind of the, the parking lot to the to the left of the pit gate. Uh, you know, they used to put the K&N cars out there. Uh, it used to be the paddock. They parked the K&N cars on the infield uh, or the, the uh, wing sprint cars when they would roll in uh, or ACT when they would roll in. Uh, but basically for the entire week, there's a pit area to the left side of the gate. When you're looking at the pit gate, uh, they're using the spectator parking for, for race cars. Uh, that's a heck of a problem to have for a racetrack, isn't it? When you when you have to extend your pit area, uh, and and it's one of the biggest pit areas in motorsports, really. When you look at it, um, it it pits all the way around the outside of the racetrack, all the way up behind turn three and four, uh, and then as well the entire infield of New Smyrna, basically from you know the fifty foot line uh, on the inside uh, in minus pit road, but the entire infield is a pit area. So uh, just a, an incredible amount of race cars, and uh, that is a, that is a wicked problem to have. That's what happens when you have the coldest beer, by the way. Oh, and that is, that's true. <laughs> the coldest beer is always at New Smyrna Speedway. I can well imagine, Norm, you and the crew would have uh, probably partaken a couple while you've been down there so far. Yeah, we indulged in some there last night at the grandstand. That's a way to have it. So you're in the car tomorrow. All in all, great time. Good travels down. You didn't hit no snow. No, it was good traveling here and, uh, yeah, the weather was very hot when we got here. It's cooled down a bit today. It uh, looks to be the same tomorrow, so not, not bad for sitting in a race car. Well, I'll tell you what. You're going to have to pinch yourself. You won't hear it, I don't think. But I do believe Ben Dodge is going to be back calling the action at New Smyrna Speedway. He's actually going to be saying that number 11 from King Carden, Ontario. Uh, it's going to be kind of cool. Ben Dodge, one of those iconic voices in modified racing. He's going to be saying your name, buddy. Pretty cool. Yeah, unreal. Uh, good luck the rest of the way. I know we'll look forward to uh, checking in with you next week to find out how you made out. The World Series will be over by the next time uh, we get together on here, Junior. Hey, we're on Rev TV as well. You should grab that camera. Whoever's holding that camera, you should grab that camera, walk <laughs> around that race car so we can take a look at it. Ooh, that'd be a good idea. Go for a tour. Absolutely. Just <laughs> go for a wander around that race car. Look at that. Family fun. You can get family fun in King Carden. I know you can. Uh, just a beautiful modified, as mentioned, 
that car was uh, all wrapped up by image wraps. He did a really good job, didn't he, Normie? Yeah, it looks great. Um, Craig really knocked it out of the park on this one. The chrome looks awesome. So, oh, you see all the guys working there. Well, hopefully they're just making adjustments, Norm, so that uh, that eleven car is going to be even quicker. Uh, you, you don't want to be doing too much exter- external work uh, with that number eleven. It can happen in a hurry in those cars. Yeah, that's for sure. So we got a couple little body things that we're working on now. Adam Hagen's on it. <laughs> yeah, touching it up, and it looks fantastic, man. Uh, you're in amongst the best modified drivers you could possibly be with. Uh, it's going to be pretty exciting this week during the World Series of Asphalt. And you're going to be there and in the show, buddy. Yep, I really hope so. <laughs> We're awesome, going to do our best. Awesome stuff. We can't thank you enough for joining us tonight live on Race Time Radio. We surely appreciate it. I know Canada will be watching you, man. Right on. Thanks, Joe. You betcha. That is Norm Newman in the number 11. So when you're watching Flow Racing uh, and you see that number 11 car, you'll know that it's Norm Newman. He's from King Carden, Ontario. Got a lot of great Canadians down south of the border getting to compete at New Smyrna Speedway, Volusia County Speedway. Uh, look at Daytona International Speedway. We've even got Canadians there. Texting back and forth today with Jason White. He's excited. Of course, the truck Jason will be driving was caught in a fire just a few days before he headed down there, and uh, they wouldn't release the truck. So uh, he was kind of scooped. Like, what do you do? Uh, You get down there. The truck you're going to drive is involved in a fire. The truck wasn't really hurt in the fire, but Junior, they wouldn't let it go. So Jay and uh, the Rayum brothers had to put a deal together. Jason will be in a truck at Daytona, but, man, it's not for lack of trouble. Yeah, definitely. It was a uh, it was a tough deal. There was a couple guys hurt, you know, at the uh, at the shop when when the fire did take place, and there was definitely an investigation happening. And uh, you know, uh, thankfully, uh, they were able to get the uh, fire marshals to release the vehicle uh, to uh, to get it uh, out so that they could uh, they could take it to Daytona. And uh, yeah, there was uh, there was definitely lots of work to be done. There was a lot of damage done internally. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's. It's uh, it's incredible when you hear shop fires happen, yeah. right? And uh, um, it, they happen, and we don't talk about them, and you know, very often we yeah. talk, we touch on it when they do happen. Um, but there are so many safety things uh, to remember when you're working on these things. When a professional team has a fire that takes out some equipment and takes out some personnel. Um, it, you know, just think about how many times that happens at the grassroots level, oh, right in people's yeah, yeah. garages, yep. uh, in, in the hauler on the way to the racetrack and, mm-hmm. and those different things. Um, the proper grounding, it seems like the proper grounding is always the ticket. And, uh, um, you know, that's the, uh, that's the, the number one story. Usually, uh, when you hear about fires in, in, in and around race cars is it comes down to electrical and, and, uh, and the proper grounding. So. Um, yeah, you can't say enough about that, and, and uh, thankfully that the uh, the 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 fire marshals allowed it out, and and uh, Jason's definitely going to be rocking and rolling down there. Oh, he's going to be one to keep your eye on in both the ARCA race uh, that comes up as well in the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series. Speaking of truck series, our next guest is going to be up in mere moments. Grant Enfinger, driver of the Champion Chevrolet number twenty three for GMS. 
He's going to join us all live here next. Stay with us. Hey, race fans, this is Trevor Bain, and I'm glad you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today, race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Basketball has become a global game. From legends such as Hakeem Olajuwon and Dirk Nowitzki to today's superstars like Giannis and Luka Doncic. Giannis to the rim, slam it with the left hand. There's no shortage of international talent in the NBA. World of Basketball with Fran Fraschilla is a podcast dedicated to profiling the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the sport in their countries. New episodes are available Thursday on the Sirius XM app and Pandora Podcasts. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM, NASCAR. Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 9. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's country universe. The next generation on the highway, channel 56. I need something you This millennium's hits on Y2 Country, channel 61. Or 80s and 90s prime country on channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. A Canadian that made an indelible mark across the world, Alex Trebek is best known as the host of Jeopardy, a show he hosted over 6,300 times since his debut in 1984. Alex won five Emmy Awards over that stretch and is still perhaps the most popular game show host of all time. His work with charities such as World Vision was tireless, and his foundation continues to benefit children across the globe. Alex Trebek, 2006 inductee on Canada's Walk of Fame. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Uh, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167. And hello to all of our good, uh, faithful viewers on Rev TV Canada. Sure glad you could tune in tonight. Of course, you may be tuned in throughout the course of the week on uh, PerformanceMotorsportNetwork.com or any other way that you get Race Time Radio, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel at Race Time Radio TV. 
all of the above. You can get Race Time Radio pretty well anyway, but uh, you got it in the right spot tonight, uh, and we surely do appreciate it. Junior, you and I had a good laugh last night. Uh, I, I love you have got a real mind uh, for putting stuff together that's uh, pretty funny stuff. And <laughs> last night you did it again, man. On Twitter, you busted me up. And uh, I was on the floor laughing, belly laughing for quite a while after that small kerfuffle on the racetrack with the uh, with the pro late models. That was a lot of fun. It's fun, you know. TikTok is uh, TikTok's a lot of fun. You, you can you can really mash audio and, and video together. And, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we had some fun with some some audio from the movie Ted. And, and uh, uh, yeah, we were joking around pretty good, but. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's definitely a lot of fun when uh, you, you know you can scroll through, you can get a bunch of racing content on on uh, on TikTok today, and there's a lot of teams doing a lot of great things with it. Uh, what a great way for teams to get out there, you know? Oh, it yeah. goes into yeah, yeah. millions of people's uh, the palm of their hand, and and if you create content that is shareable, that starts to share, the snowball just grows, and um, you know you can't say enough about that that side of it you know uh motorsports is all about creating a brand right it is the bigger you can make your brand if you look across the pit area and you see a guy um you know that that has all the sponsors and he wins all the races Mm. and you know you're envious of that person right you got to look back at all the racing that that person has done all the opportunities that he's got how did he get it or how did she get it by putting themselves out there Mm -hmm. and um, you know, even, even if it's a rich guy or sure. a rich girl, sure, sure, that same person gets opportunities and, uh, and nine times out of 10, they, they can cash in on them. And, uh, you know, when you look at, uh, uh, you know, some of the, the best funded guys and girls in, in all the different series, it's the ones that, that, uh, you know, can really brand themselves and, and create a, uh, an image and and uh, what a great way to do it is TikTok. Yeah, it is social media. I know we love uh, being on it. Uh, I'm kind of an old guy, right? So Facebook, Twitter, just got on Instagram. I got to learn how to use Instagram the right way. Like each one of the platforms got a different way that you got to use it or best to use it. And uh, I haven't quite got Instagram figured out yet, but I'm gonna. And uh, uh, just just. Love it. Uh, Social media is a lot of fun. Uh, If you're new to racing, you know, maybe this is your first time around. Uh, This week is a perfect week to become a race fan. Everything starts to get alive right now. We've not only got all NASCAR to look forward to, Junior, with all the action that's going to take place at Daytona starting midweek. It's going to be off the hook with uh, ARCA coming up. Um, just tremendous leading right into the truck race after that, the Xfinity race and into the Daytona 500. Oh, and I might add, we've got the qualifying races for the Daytona 500 on Thursday. It's going to be a busy week. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> speed week used to be, uh, 10 days long and that's why, you know, Volusia and, and New Smyrna both go for 10 nights. Um, you know, it's, uh, uh, it used to be, it used to be a lot longer. Um, of course they moved the, the Bush clash out to California. Uh, so that removed a day out of it. Uh, they used to have two dark days leading up to, um, really the kickoff to speed week, which yeah. was Wednesday. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they used to have uh, a few dark days in there and they, they no longer have that build up. you know, it's, they hit the ground running. 
and that track is busy from the time that they step foot in in that garage area to the time that they leave after the Daytona 500 and uh yeah it's it's incredible you know the way that uh, it should have been like that for years <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. um it, it's it's so cool because you get so much racing in such a short amount of time. It's basically, you know, an IV of racing. It's a main line of racing, that's for sure. And, oh, yeah. and, uh, Within 30 miles of each other, right? Yeah, exactly. you, can be, you can experience the best in dirt racing at Volusia County Speedway, yep. the best in short track asphalt stuck car racing at uh, New Smyrna Speedway. Can't forget about the guys up at Citrus County that are running the Legend Cars Bandoleros, best from all over North America assembled there. And then we got Daytona International Speedway. And I know our next guest uh, is a good friend of Race Time Radio. I think back to different speed weeks and years that I was uh, going down there, and I'm not done going there yet, just not there this year. But when I think back, I got one special year that I'll never forget. We broadcasted live from a hotel right down on Daytona Beach. It was speed week, and my co-host all week long, was no one other than Grant Enfinger. He joins us now up on Zoom. He is one of the finest truck drivers you're going to find in the NASCAR Cup Series, in the Truck Series, and uh, say Cup Series. That's where you're heading, Grant. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Good to actually uh, see you this time. It's been been quite a while since I've seen you in person, but at least uh, good to see your face now. Hey, uh, great seeing you as well. Uh, how is everything coming? You've only, you got less than a week, bud, and you're back inside that number 23 uh, champion Chevrolet getting out there digging for a win at Daytona, and I know you are really good at that racetrack. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's officially race week. You know, we, we run on Friday night, um, so we're, we're obviously excited about that. Um, feel like it's been a long off season, but it's been a very, very productive one. Um, feel like we got a lot of stuff uh, going our direction this year. Feel like it's a it's a great opportunity for us. Not just as in, in Daytona, the speedway races that I love, but but just the, the year as a whole. I'm I'm really really looking forward to it, and uh, I feel like it, it could be a great opportunity for us. Multiple winner in uh, ARCA, presented by Menards, uh, a champion as well in ARCA. Then you move up and you go into the Truck Series. You're now a multiple winner in the Truck Series. And Grant, the only thing missing off that resume so far is the championship. And you've been involved in the chase pretty well every year since the chase has been designed for the truck series. Could this be your year? I know it's a, it's not the conventional way it used to be done. Lead the points, win the points, and that's the stuff. Uh, now, with the way the design is... Uh, there's got to be a little element of luck in there, too, because uh, I've seen you have some of the bad version of that to knock you out of the championship hunt. You know, I, I think definitely this year could be the year. I'm sure there's, uh, you know, some some other guys saying that same thing. Um, the truck series is incredibly uh, competitive right now. Um, but I feel like our, our team, I, when I look around the garage, I don't I don't see guys that, that could beat us when we're running our best. So um, I feel good about that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll have off weekends and, and stuff like that. But I feel like if, if, if we do our job and, um, and we, we race to our potential each and every week, I feel like we're, we're going to bring home quite a few wins and, and race for the championship. So yeah, it's, uh, definitely with, with the playoff format and all, it can, it can go your way or it cannot. Um, but, but the biggest goal for us is to, to get there number one. And, uh, and, and that all starts Friday night in Daytona. 
pretty cool. At least it's got to feel pretty cool. You probably knew Jimmy Johnson back when he was racing old seven time. But it's got to be pretty cool to look across the shop. Or can you look across the shop to see how that team is all developing? And uh, I know Maury Gallagher is part of that. That's GMS. It's got to be all of you. Yeah, you know, Maury's obviously invested so much into the, the Arca series and the truck series. And and now, you know, as of last year, the, the Cup series. And he's just done so much in racing. And, and honestly, a relatively short period of time. You know, 10 years or so is is really all they've been racing seriously. Um, you know, they, they were racing Legends cars maybe a few years before that. But, you know, for the amount of time that Maury's been in it, he has done some incredible things. A lot of that was uh, with, with Mike Bean uh, behind the helm, and, and he's kind of steered that ship. And um, Jimmy, you know, since he made his announcement in Phoenix, he's been heavily involved, um, obviously more so on the cup side. Um, but just from an organizational standpoint and just from a, you know, front office standpoint, like he's, he's been at the shop, uh, quite a bit. Um, obviously he's, he's been preparing for the Daytona 500 there, but, but he's, uh, he's, he's been in a lot of our meetings. He's, uh, I've had some, some time to, to talk to him on one, one-on-one and the words he used with me is he's, he's all in. He, uh, he sees this as a long-term deal for him. And, um, you know, I think, I think everybody's really excited about that. So. He's obviously got a, got a great reputation, not just on the racetrack and, and the legacy he has there, but but off the track as well. Just everybody speaks very highly of him. Um, very, very well-respected well man. Grant, uh, obviously, you know, with, with the Cup program, um, uh, there's always, uh, you know, increased need uh, on the engineering side. GMS always, you know, kind of set the trend or, or was one of the trendsetters in the truck series or the ARCA series uh, for integrating all of the technology and all of the, the engineering. Uh, you guys basically had every part and piece at every race to go out and win. And did you win every race? No, because if you did, then this sport would be boring. But but GMS had all the resources already in the truck series. Uh, does it add more resources to you because you have now more personnel, uh, you know, to draw from, or or does it really not really change your program a whole lot? You know, I, yes, <laughs> I guess yes on both of those. So I mean, at the end of the day. Um, you know, all the engineers, all, all the crew chiefs, all the brain trust that, that has at, at Legacy MC, which is the, the cup team now, um, those guys are all sharing the same shop with us. Now, they, they have a job, and that's to win cup races. Absolutely. Our job on the GMS side is to win truck races. But we're all housed in, in one facility. We can lean on those guys, which I have. Um, there, there's a, a few people that, that I've leaned on there. From an engineering standpoint, and Hensley is uh, is been in there those guys' ears um, every once in a while too. So I think um, you know the the cars are less relatable to the trucks than they ever have been. Uh, this new car is just completely different than than anything that that really any of us have ever done, including the guys that are that are doing it now. It's just a just a different animal. So so a lot of that technology is not going to correlate to the trucks. But having that many smart people in one facility and guys that, that you can lean on and, and you can ask different different trends and, and different situations, that is uh, for sure an advantage. We're with Grand Enfinger tonight. He drives the number 22, or pardon me, 23 champion. Better not be in the 22. Uh, the 23 champion Chevrolet for GMS. 
heading for Daytona. Friday is when Grant is going to get his season fired up in that truck series. Grant, tell us about the team you got assembled. It's not the normal year where Grant Enfinger's standing there looking at the season going, well, i got to pick and choose because I've only got like 16 races I can do or whatever. Not this year, bud. You've been signed, sealed, and delivered last year. This is a full tilt season. Who you got? So I'm um, very, very fortunate and blessed to, to have our same core group that, that we had at the end of last year. So Jeff Hensley um, is my crew chief, which, man, this will be our fifth year together. I guess, um, you know, we, we've had about four and a half years as he came on at, at the tail end of last year, um, back back teamed up with, with us again. So um, he's our he's our leader. Um, but our, our same core group of guys, Dan Lamassis is our truck chief. Uh, Jim Pierce, who who you've met, we've uh, been ARCA racing together. Um, so our our same core group of guys is is there. These guys spend a lot of time and effort and care a lot about the preparation on our Champion Power Equipment Chevrolets. And um, and outside of that, we have the resources that we already talked about, but but not just with with our core group, but with GMS Fabrication. Um, we've we've built a couple new trucks. We've uh, we've got a brand hammer new truck for for Daytona. We've uh, we've been polishing on it for for a while now. So I'm um, really really excited about about things and just as a whole, not just even our team with the 23 um, setup, but our whole organization. I feel like we're in the best the best situation, best place that that I've ever been in an off season. So uh, you know I'm always excited and amped up to to get back to racing and, and especially this time of the year, but but even more so this year. That might have been the most Alabama thing you've ever said on Race Time Radio. You've well, been on this show a lot, Grant Enfinger. Brand Hammer New. about that? Brand Hammer New. Brand Hammer New. That's an Alabama term right there, folks. Okay, that one, that, the, the Alabama didn't shine through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now i got to ask the question. I know non-related to the truck, but how's my buddy Wilbur, your pet pig? Oh, Wilbur's good. You know, unfortunately, it's been a little bit unseasonably wet and cold for, for North Carolina winters. Um, I don't know if it's cold like y'all are used to, but it's <laughs> it's colder than we're used to, and it's... Uh, you know, we, we haven't had the, the snow. We we just had the dreary, um, kind of depressing rain for, for the last couple of months, it feels like. So we've, we've had a few nice days uh, sprinkled in there. But but for the most part, it's been, been kind of nasty in North Carolina, which everybody thinks, hey, he's a pig. He likes mud. But he does not like to be cold, and he doesn't like everything to be muddy. You know, he walks out of his house, and he kind of sinks down to his knees now. But he, he still comes out for his food, and he's still getting fed plenty. But, uh, but yeah, he's, he's ready for it to warm up and dry up a little bit. Well, you got to love it. I said the word Wilbur, and my Wilbur walked down the stairs, but he is a uh, mountain dog. He's not a pig. But uh, always love catching up with you, Grant. What day do you roll into Daytona? So we're, um, I'm kind of excited on a personal note. We're, uh, we, we're taking the camper down on Wednesday. We're, we're bringing the, the wife and, and our son to we're planning on bringing them to uh, to about half the races this year. So, so uh, Daytona will be the first one. So we're going to, we're going to leave down on, on Wednesday. And then uh, all of our champion guys uh, are, are going to be there. Dennis Tron, the, the owner, Todd, Marty, all those guys are going to hang out. So, so we're going to stay, we're going to drive back Sunday morning, um, you know, before everything gets crazy there and, and get out, but we're going to have plenty of time to, 
to hang out with uh, with all those guys and and drive around the campground and and find uh, hopefully a bunch of champion uh, fans and and uh, and customers as well. Do you so like when you're driving around out there? Obviously, you reward the people with the champion, but do you cut the cord of the Hondas? You know, we've talked about that. You know, <laughs> we haven't yet. We haven't. They're they're you know you some chicken. of these guys are driving around the infield and. You know, maybe they're partaking in, you know, alcoholic beverages or, or whatever. It's been brought up, but uh, <laughs> but we haven't crossed that line. Yeah, uh, you'd never do that. I know you wouldn't, Grant, but we are big champion believers up here. Power went out at my house just the other day for a couple hours. And I'll tell you what, pretty glad I got a champion in my garage. I had it hooked up in no time, and we had power restored to the house Well, the uh, Hydra guys worked on the lines, but I digress. You have a good one. Uh, You're going to take a shot over to New Smyrna and check the action out, or is it all Daytona? It'll be all Daytona for me this time. So uh, we've done it in the past, just uh, not this year. So I'm going to drive down on Wednesday and and hang out with everybody, and then uh, stuff starts for us on Thursday. So uh, hopefully uh, hopefully it's a, a great week, and, and we're smiling uh, when we're driving back on Sunday. It's going to be, because you're going to be talking to us on Race Time Radio as the winner of the first truck race of 2023. Sound good to you? That sounds great to me. We definitely got a, got a great shot for it, so uh, I'll hold you to that, Joe. You'll awesome. have a brand hammer new trophy. Yep, don't brand you Brand hammer new trophy, that's right. <laughs> that's our buddy. Grand Enfinger, thanks so much for the time. Safe travels to you, your wife, and... Uh, are you taking Wilbur or are you going to leave him there? No, the dog is coming. Wilbur is never going. But the dog <laughs> actually made the cut this time, which is, uh, which is a, a, you know, a surprise. So I, listen, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I've seen you take Wilbur to the gas station. So I thought, nah, maybe Daytona would be in the cards. I don't think so. Not this time. Oh, it would be pretty <laughs> wild on the infield. If you did, you'd have to put a big pen around. You never know what they're capable of doing on the infield. <laughs> yeah, well, the transportation down there would be the the most concerning. Yeah, but uh, we'll uh, we'll see. Maybe next time you come down there, maybe we'll bring Wilbur with us. That sounds good to me. You have a good one, man. Uh, good luck in that truck. You got to know we'll be following you all the way through, buddy. All right, thank you, my friends. The number twenty three, and that is Grand and Figure. Watch for that champion Chevrolet. Follow him on social media, and you got to check out Champion Power Equipment. The name on the side of Grant's truck, always, always appreciative of Grant's time. And uh, you never know, you could see him in Victory Lane at Daytona come Friday night. Uh, it's going to be mighty interesting, Jim. I don't, I don't, you never know, saying, saying you never know like that, I, I mean, he is, he's got to be a favorite oh, to win I on guarantee he's a favorite, but he's it's gotta, Daytona. It is Daytona, but but we've seen Grant Enfinger pull off some amazing restrictor plate moves. Oh, yeah. Um, Grant is the type of guy that's going to be there at the end. Now, mm-hmm. I mean, you can get tore up on lap four. You can get tore up on lap one. Yeah. But that being said, he's a guy that, you know, is there are statistically better restrictor plate racers than not good restrictor plate racers. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, a guy like Denny Hamlin is there at the end 90 percent of the time. Don't know the actual statistic, but he's always there at the end. Yeah. Um, Grant Enfinger is one of those guys. Yes, he right? is. Michael McDowell is one of those guys. Yes, he is. Um, they they are patient when they need to be. They are very aggressive when they need to be. And everybody wants to go and with them. Exactly. So when they pull out, they're more apt to get help. Um, he is now, you know, he, he's no longer a young guy. No. He, he is a veteran of the truck series. 
Uh, when that champion 23 moves, everybody's going to take note and want to be in that line. So, it, it, you know, when you look at his chances going in, um, it, it, you could circle Daytona and Talladega both on the Truck Series calendar, and, and I would put Grant Infinger – you know, in, in that top 1% of, of, you know, favorites to win. Well, the next guest we've got coming up, we're going to talk NASCAR Xfinity Series, this time with a Canadian that has got a really, really good shot. With DGM, the 36 is Alex Labbe. He is coming up on Race Time Radio right after this break. Stay with us, everybody. We will be back live tonight right here. Hey, it's Robbie Gordon from Speed Energy and Stadium Super Trucks here in Canada, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Feel that adrenaline pumping. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. Breakdown's alright. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's alright. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! 
game all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a tap, tap away. Yeah. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. We're just getting started. That's right. Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet. But hang tight, it's coming. Now, back to more Race Time Radio and Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everybody, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. You can catch us here every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Also on Rev TV Monday nights. Yeah, welcome to everybody on Rev TV and uh, Performance Motorsport Network. There's lots of ways you can get Race Time Radio. We got a great second half coming up here uh, as well. We're going to talk NASCAR Xfinity Series. Of course, it's going to go ARCA, Trucks, Xfinity, and then onward into Cup. This coming weekend, the Daytona 500, the granddaddy of them all. We're going to talk Xfinity with Alex Labby. Of course, he ran just about the full season last year in NASCAR Xfinity for DGM in the number 36. Well, I say most of the time. He had the 36 a lot of the time. Uh, He jumped into the 90, I believe, once or twice. Um, But he will be in the 36 for for the Xfinity series. He'll have team, uh, or not team, but he'll have fellow Canadian also in the team, Dexter Stacy that we just talked to a couple weeks ago. Uh, Dexter all warmed up to drive or pilot the number 66, but the 36. Uh, Alex Labbe has got lots of experience now, Joe. He's got to be figuring in. He's got top 10 finishes at Daytona, a byproduct of the racing there. Um, he, he's been leaning at Daytona. He yeah. knows what to do. Yeah, absolutely, he he does, and uh, you know he's been definitely put into some situations, um, you know where where you know he's he, he's produced better finishes than where he was running. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been you know he's been put in bad situations as well, um, and has recovered very well. Uh, you know, I think back to uh, Daytona, I believe last year or the year prior, he had damage from multiple wrecks you know um but but minor damage you know with those composite bodies uh it kind of allows for uh you know people to arc off you a little bit and it doesn't destroy your aero package um so when when i look at uh, what alex has been able to pull off and accomplish on the restrictor plate stuff i think the restrictor plate racing kind of owes alex labe a really good finish, you know, whether it be a top five, uh, you know, top three finish. Uh, we've seen him obviously perform at the road courses. We've seen him perform at the short tracks uh, and and even, you know, overperform at some of the mile and a halfs. Uh, I think they've kind of performed exactly where they should on the restrictor plate races. Um, it seems like DGM obviously puts a lot of, you know, a lot of their eggs in the basket yeah. uh, for road courses um it seems like they put a lot of their eggs in the basket for restrictor plates Mm -hmm. um that being said they have not shown the raw speed that you need to stay out of trouble on the road or on the on the restrictor plates right right you know um when you when you have raw speed in the car then people will go with you right when you don't have raw speed 
then you're relying on going with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what we've seen out of DGM the past couple of years. Hopefully that we're going to see something a little bit different this year. Um, and I know that they're, they're working towards that, right? It's uh, uh, hopefully they have raw speed in the thing and, and they, they can rock and roll. Well, you can guarantee he is uh, a pilot that everybody is going to have to keep their eye on. And he joins us now on the uh, Zoom line, if we will. The number 36 for DGM. It is Alex Labbe, fellow Canadian. What's going on tonight there, Alex Labbe? How are you? Pretty good. you guys? Doing fantastic, man. Are you all ready for uh, Daytona? Are you ready to get back into that 36 machine and take her to the front? Oh, for sure. Daytona is always special. One of, our, uh, one of my favorite races of the year, especially the, the initial races. Everybody's excited. We're going back racing. So, uh, yeah, can't wait to see. Uh, I mean, at first, we're going to have to make sure we put it in the show because we got where we're going there without any points. But uh, I feel like we, uh, I mean, we. We uh, we struggled a little bit last year. We we we, we didn't we didn't make it, but uh, I feel like this year we're um, we're gonna have like a, a, a speedway car or we speed speedway car. We know we run in the past and uh, the package that, that that we've already ran, so it's gonna be a little different. And uh, hope we can make the top thirty three cut. No, oh, you're gonna. I can guarantee it. If anybody can do it, it's you, Alex. Experience pays at Daytona International Speedway. You've been there, done that. You know how to get that little extra bit out of the, the race car. And you know that Mario is going to have enough under the hood. He's going to have it set up the way you like it. And boom, away you go. Yeah, that's the plan for sure. I, have, uh, <laughs> I, I got Nathan Kennedy. He's been my crew chief last year. He left the DGM this year to go with KBM. But he's going to crew chief me for Daytona. So it should be a familiar side there. It should, it should be a good time. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll trim her out and... Uh, Get all the speech he's got out of it. <laughs> Guaranteed. What you got to do, though, is keep your fingers crossed and hope for sunshine or at least dry conditions yeah. at Daytona. Uh, we've seen that bite Mario just a couple of years ago. He was going to get back behind the wheel. Qualifying got rained out. It, uh, he yep. never got his opportunity. So we need uh, dry conditions. We need you in that field. For sure. We'll yeah. cross our fingers. <laughs> what uh, what is the plan? Daytona 500 or Daytona 500 is the weekend, but the Xfinity 300 is a huge, huge race. Alex, you're not a new guy no more. You know everybody that's in those cars, and uh, they know you now. Uh, you're a safe bet to draft with, to go with. Uh, do you feel different in the car now with the experience and you know getting guys around you? Do they feel more comfortable with you? And do you think you can? develop a, a working relationship so to speak to make it up front oh for sure i feel like uh, i've earned the respect of a bunch of guys i've been around for a little bit and uh i mean it's always tough to work with other teams other manufacturers it's always i mean you can work throughout the race but especially when, when it gets within five to go or green white checkers that's everybody's on on their own but uh i mean you just gotta be in the right place at the right time and uh be surrounded by a guy that that trust you that want to, that, that, that wants to get in line with you but it, it's really tough to go to daytona and make a plan i mean you we always go there and try to I try to try to go with a with a plan in mind but it, it's you always got to improvise every lap every half lap it's so much uh, so much stuff that changed so quickly i mean it's it, it's really uh, it's really tough to know anything in events but uh, it's always fun to to, to uh, imaginate stuff and just trying to trying to see where where, where you can where you can place yourself there on, a, on that 
last green white checkered on that on whatever you take the white to to make sure you're uh, you're leading when you cross the checkers but it's a it's always a blast it's a it's a big trail there daytona's daytona talladega especially daytona it's like it's a little narrower and it's 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 so uh it's so intense i mean there's so much <laughs> stuff happening and cars are moving around and dancing and it's a uh, it's a good time and uh just hope we can uh we can be in the right in the right position there when we when we when we get get out of turn four in the last lap well it is true test of man and machine that xfinity series and uh like you say half of it you got to have the right car you got to have the right team but you got to have the right stuff under the helmet too when you're driving that car as mentioned things change and cars move around the wind can change direction and it really screw you guys up inside the race cars and you got to adjust oh for sure i mean it's it's, it's got to make it's got to be a it's got to come natural there's so much stuff that happens quick especially there in the last couple couple laps I mean, there's uh, like I said earlier, you're trying to make a plan. You're trying, you're trying to think. You know, I'm gonna ride in the back. It's gonna be safer. I keep, I keep my car at the end. But then you get involved in the wreck at the, at the back of the pack, and there's, there's no safe place to be. I mean, you just got to make sure you, uh, you surround your, your yourself with with guys that are pretty straight on the track and you feel pretty comfortable with, and uh, get a good car. Get a, get a car in, in one piece there at the end with both fenders on it, and you, you all have a decent shot to win. Alex, uh, you know, obviously the Quebec contingent supports the Com- Quebec uh, drivers, you know, and, and I think that Ontario has that as well, and and I think the Maritimes do as, as well. But when you look at uh, the drivers that come out of Quebec, um, there's, a, there's a pile of racers that are involved in businesses um, that really support their own, you know, and, and, and it's something that is really cool. I know I've seen Alex Labay behind the wheel of race cars with, you know, names like Tej Auto Group on them. I've seen, you know, uh, of course, uh, a Prolon, uh, you know, I've seen Prolon on your car of uh, Rosso uh, Metals, uh, you know, all all different types of, of companies uh, as well. LaRue, they've, they've been a huge supporter of yours, K&M. Uh, but this, this time here, uh, you've got Darrow King on the car. And of course, we've seen Daryl King on, on uh, you know Matthew Kingsbury's car in, in the NASCAR Pinty series uh, as well. They they're a big supporter in the the ACT level late model side of things at uh, at Chaudier and and a bunch of the other racetracks. Um, uh, talk a little bit about that because you, you've partnered with a lot of companies that are involved in motorsports in Quebec. And and it's got to be it's got to be really cool to be Alex Labay and and have that kind of support. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's it's fun to have the Quebec community behind me, today, especially the Quebec racing community guys that I, I race against and late models and pinties and uh, it's cool that they uh, they respect me enough to to help me and, and to partner up with me going going into racing in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. I, I mean, I like it, like you guys know. I've known I've known the Larue and Larue brothers forever. I'm doing for them, and I'm now I'm competing against them once in a while when I when I run my late model. But I still got a really a really tight relation with them. And to have a Duro King on the car for the first time this weekend at Daytona is gonna be gonna be really uh, it, it's it's gonna it's, it feels really good. I mean, I, I, I've known Matt Matthews since he started racing Matthew Kingsbury, and he, he's a really great guy, really really smart guy, and uh, it's fun to have him trust trust me enough to. To, to be on my car at Daytona and to make it possible because I, I mean it, it would it would have been tough for us I mean uh, to make it to Daytona without uh, without the support. 
So when do you head for Daytona? Your race is Saturday. When do you uh, pull the tent pegs here in Canada and head south? I'm, I'm, I'm flying out Thursday morning, or real early Thursday. I'm going to go to uh, the DGM racing shop in Lake Wells during the day. And, uh, and uh, I, I, I was at DGM last week, so uh, I've sat in the car. And uh, we, we had a good idea where we were going to run, but we, we weren't sure yet. We didn't have all the partners lined up. So uh, at least I've, I've, been, I've been to DGM and sat in the car and make sure. It, because it's got, I think it's got to be the first time I run that exact car on a, on a super speedway. So, uh, but uh yeah, I'll be there Thursday morning trying to try, finalize everything in the car, and uh, I'm sure the guys were are gonna are gonna have to prepare a because usually I get there a little earlier. I work a little bit more on the cars with the guys, but yeah. uh, this year it's still it came a little later a little later, and uh, I have a, a bunch of stuff planned here, so I'm just gonna not not quite arrive and drive, but I'm I'm gonna go to the shop for half a day and make sure everything's fine in the car, and then we'll. We'll get to the racetrack. Well, Alex, we wish you nothing but luck. And you know every Canadian race fan will be following you all the way around that big, beautiful two-and-a-half-mile speedway in the 36th for DGM. We appreciate your time, my friend, and uh, safe travels and good luck at the race. I know we look forward to getting you back on Race Time Radio to find out how it all worked out, buddy. Oh, for sure. Thanks, guys. Talk to you guys later. Much appreciated. That is Alex Lebe in the number 36 for uh, DGM. He's going to be with a great team. Awesome stuff. That trophy just over his his, uh, right shoulder. I just want to point out, it does hold a 66er (laughs) of whatever alcohol. It doesn't matter. Um, And four liters of juice. Ah, (laughs) The four liters of juice. Is that true, Alex? Four liters of juice? Yeah, I don't know about the, the juice, but I know it, 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 it contains a lot of liquor. For sure. we, we, we tried it at the, at the banquet in 17. Ah, well, that's, that's what champions do. All right, Alex, thanks so much. You get back to the game, brother. Thanks, guys. Talk to you, man. You betcha. Uh, going to be a lot of fun watching Alex and Dexter Stacy in that field. Trust me when I say uh, when it comes time for uh, Daytona, You want the right team, you want the right car, and you want the right driver. You need that right combination. And I'll tell you what, Alex Labbe is one of those guys that you can count on in that car. Uh, So cool to see that he is going to be at Daytona International Speedway and flying around that big, beautiful racetrack. going to be awesome. We are going to cut away just for 90 seconds at the top of the hour. If you're tuned in on racetimeradio.com or tuned in on Sirius XM, Channel 167, got a quick news update, and then we're coming back with you live for hour number two. You won't miss a thing. Coming up on this show, how about it? We got the NASCAR Cup Managing Director. We got Brad Moran going to join us on the other side of this quick little break. And uh, you stay right there. We'll talk Daytona 500, and we're going to squeeze him and see if we can get any kind of news out of Brad Moran, good friend of Race Time Radio. But we will step up. We're going to throw it back to you, Scotty, in Toronto. You get us up to date, and uh, we will be back with you in just 90 quick seconds, all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. 
When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM, NASCAR Radio, Channel 9. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167. Where Canada talks. And just like that, our number two begins all live tonight on Sirius XM. And welcome to all of our Rev TV. Viewers, uh, all debut on Race Time Radio tonight. We surely do appreciate it. But up next on the hotline, a good, good friend of Race Time Radio. I've known this guy for a long time. Uh, back at Barry Speedway, back when we had the All-Star Series, this next guest was very, very instrumental in getting a All-Star Race at Barry Speedway. And I'll tell you what, he has gone on to do some excellent things in this sport uh, he left Barry Speedway, and look at that. As soon as he left, they crushed the place. Uh, but Brad Moran went on to uh, or, or run the NASCAR Penny Series. He was the director there and did a fantastic job back in the NASCAR Canadian Tire Series day and then on in the Penny Series. He left Canada, and he went down south. And then he took care of the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series and uh, did some amazing things in the Truck Series. And then just last spring... Uh, the announcement came out that Brad Moran was going to be the managing director of the Cup Series. This guy made it all the way to the top, and he is still doing a dynamite job. And let's welcome him up to Race Time Radio on Zoom. Brad Moran, what's going on? How you doing, bud? <laughs> How you doing, Joe? That's a lot of compliments. Thank you for that. Yeah, I just kind of do my job, but... Uh... As always, ple- pleasure to be here, man, and I uh, look forward to talking to you. Wow, you have done a tremendous job all the way through. You know, I think back, Brad, to the early days of you and I meeting, and what I should have done was put on my Barry Speedway shirt that you gave me because I still have it hanging in my closet <laughs> and wear it occasionally. Uh, but uh, I'm in the pit area at Barry Speedway, and uh, back then, Brad got an all-star race, and uh, he was ecstatic, and uh, he filled the place. He did fireworks. He did... This big show that we had never seen an all-star. And I'm walking through, and I was kind of cool that night. And Brad looked at me, and he goes, you look kind of cool. I said, well, thanks, Brad. I, I am a little cool. He goes, not no more. And he fired a blue Barry Speedway sweater at me. I put it on. He says, now you even look better. So I got my <laughs> Barry Speedway shirt on. And, Brad, you have always been a guy that's gone the extra mile when it comes time. And I don't care whether it's. Back in your Barry Speedway days, because you were developing a street stock that was manufactured before anybody even thought of manufacturing a street stock. You had that as a brainchild. You weren't happy with just owning a track and developing it. You were always a next-level kind of guy, and that's the kind of thinking that has brought you right up to this pinnacle of this sport. Yeah, well, thanks, Joe. I mean, I remember meeting at the restaurant and talking about the All-Star and every event we tried to do was, you know, we always tried to make it bigger, better. Uh, you know, I got a big kick out of trying to make people happy and filling the stands, and we had some wild races. And, again, uh, thinking about all those years, uh, a few have gone by us. And, uh, 
I'll remember them like they're tomorrow. I think my hair caught on fire the one night with the fireworks and so on, but we made it all happen. And, uh, you know, it, it was just, uh, it was great times. Uh, we did some great things together. Uh, and again, I just, you know, I enjoy what I do and I just keep doing it. I, I try to leave my stamp everywhere I go on what I do. And, you know, hopefully uh, we just continue to do that. You know, last year had a, it was a great year to take over the cup series with the next gen car. And I knew all the challenges that would be there at the highest level. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, yeah, we, we, uh, we, I think we won more than we lost and we certainly had some great races and set a bunch of records and the metrics. And, you know, we had our challenges that, uh, that I think if anyone, you know, thought we weren't going to have would be fooling themselves. So we managed through them and we, uh, we ended up with a great season and we're, we're pumped up about uh, the, you know, the 75th anniversary and, Going Daytona, 75th anniversary, it's pretty big, and I'm excited about doing it. Well, you got to learn with everything. It doesn't matter. You'll never step into the perfect scenario because you're working with some, well, the craftiest teams in all of motorsports. Uh, if there's things that these guys will push to the limit, it's each, each and every piece of that car. And through the process of that, it will uncover, you know, some difficulties, something that, you know, maybe even the geniuses didn't think about. <laughs> it will surface, and then it's your job to take that knowledge and go to work and fix it, but keep it equal for all the teams. And that's a tough deal to do. But Brad, you and the staff at NASCAR give us the race fan something that we want to watch each and every week. And I believe the bar for the first time in a lot of years, Brad, I believe the bar is on its way up. Coming off the Coliseum in L.A. What a show that was. The teams must have been pulling their hair out after that one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's great. Obviously, uh, parody is a big thing. You know, back, back in the day, we started all our engine programs and labels, stuff like that. It was always about trying to give parody, trying to keep some sort of equality so that you can get multiple winners. You can put on great shows for the fans. You know, we're, we're doing the same things today. Um, you know, with 19 winners last year, 20 including uh, – you know, uh, including the 12 car there at the Berlini at the uh, all-star, but uh, you know, it's, it's good to, it's good to, to do that. And we continue to try to do that. I think we really hit our marks last year and, you know, we have to maintain that. And like you said, there's a, there's a bunch of real smart people that we're working with and uh, they probably would rather win all the races. We would rather than just win a couple. So there's that happy medium. And we, uh, you know, we, we work on trying to keep everybody on, on an even playing field, making it fair, you know, keeping the economics so it works for everybody. And we build this sport. And, you know, to have that opportunity to be part of that is, is pretty special. Brad, obviously, this is going to be very broad stroke and, and broad stroke question gets a broad stroke answer. I understand that. Obviously, we can't zero down into the specifics of closed door meetings and things like that. Um, but... <laughs> Brad, you're as the as a director, you get to sit in on on a lot of the the meetings and a lot of the different things that you know are are going to be providing the racing not not tomorrow but but next year and and the year after and and that sort of thing the future plans if you will. How often does you know your experience at at a place like Barry Speedway? Or how often do you hear, you know, other people within the sport refer back to their short track experience uh, or, or like maybe say, you know, we did this at at this short track back in 1999 and it really worked. Like, 
like how often do you incorporate or or does the does the committee of NASCAR incorporate you know what they've learned in short track or what they've learned in other facets of motorsports into um into the the planning or or into the thoughts of of the future of NASCAR yeah great great question um you know obviously there's a lot of meetings going on with a lot of smart people uh from our company and you know we talk about a lot of different things and and absolutely you can uh you know, with all the years of experience, I don't remember how many years ago me and Joe met, but boy, it, it was a while ago. Oh yeah. And we, yeah, we, we certainly learned some things along the way and those learnings absolutely um, change some of the things we do today. Uh, you know, I mean, everything from wet weather, when we talked about in Canada, how we're going to do it every week in the Pinty series. And then all of a sudden it started happening and we had to do it at Trois Rivières all these learnings in the Xfinity in Montreal and all of these different things we've learned over the past certainly come into play. Um, choose rule back however many years ago we did it with our late models and the drivers actually wanted that one. We talked to a lot of people, uh, you know, in the industry, we talked to the drivers, we talked to the managers, we got a lot of input from everybody, but it certainly matters. You know, all that knowledge comes into play. It helps in the decision-making and, you know, there's a lot of things we learned along the way, and they certainly uh, do affect what we do in the future. So I think we're giving the fans what they want, uh, you know, with the choose rule. It's new now on the speedways. The uh, You know, we'll see how this goes, but the uh, teams really wanted it. The drivers wanted it at the super speedways. Uh, so that's new for this year. We'll have a choose rule there. Um We'll have the choose rule at the dirt track. We're not sure how we're going to do it yet. Chalk probably won't work, but we're hoping we can be a little more uh, technical savvy than that. Maybe a laser beam down. And I'm sure we got, uh, we'll get some pretty smart people working on how we're going to put this choose blocks in the middle of the, uh, in the middle of the dirt track. So that should be fun. You could stand but out again, there, Brad. I, I was you, just going to say. You could stand out there with, with two flags. Take your least improved <laughs> official and say, okay, when we hit the dirt track, you need you to do the short track thing and not stand in the middle of the speedway with two flags and go like this. But no, you better not do that. No, not unless do you it. put a V barrier in front of them or something. Yeah, that'd probably be tough to get through by legal, you know. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, you know. So more excitement, more exciting things for the fans, and and it'll just continue to evolve, you know, like it has. And that's uh, you know that's our job, and we just want to deliver excitement. That's what we're supposed to do, and. Uh, hopefully, we just continue to do that. 75th anniversary, I think it's going to be big. Oh, it's going to be. You can guarantee that. We're with Brad Moran. He is the managing director for the NASCAR Cup Series Junior. Uh, Brad is that kind of guy. That, that, that's cool. We now got a choose rule on the super speedways. We're going to see it at Daytona. Yeah, that's going to be pretty neat. It's, uh, I love the choose rule. You know, it's I go back to uh, one of my favorite races at Delaware Speedway with Andrew Grizzell. And it was a racetrack where the bottom was the only way to go. Yeah. The top, the top would not work. And we showed up there with a uh, a piece of bubble gum to a gunfight. Yeah. And uh, and you know every restart, Gressel would restart fourth or third, or, or sorry fourth or or, or second On the outside. And uh, and we'd be back to 18th by like you know four laps in. But we ended up getting like an eighth place finish out of the deal. Just because there was a short run at the end, but uh, you know it was it was a lot of fun and and it creates great racing, 
Um, it creates great opportunity and, and, you know, it's organic. It doesn't create it through a gimmick. It creates it organically yes. on the racetrack and, and, you know, it puts it in the driver's hands. That's what people love. Uh, Brad, you know, looking at, uh, at NASCAR, you know, I think, I, I don't think it's any, you know, I don't think this is a bad thing, but for a period of time, NASCAR kind of got away from the short track, right? It, it, it was the big time. It was the big New York show. It was the, you know, it was the big time and, and it got away from short track racing a little bit. It got away from its core group. Uh, but over the past few years, you know, with the with the addition of guys like Kyle Larson, who would run anything, including a shopping cart on a dirt track. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Bell, who would run anything and, and anything, you know, out there. Um, and you've got your your core group of of, you know, mainstays like Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Kevin Harvick and those guys investing in a short track, a late model series um in the in the cars tour um the amount of involvement on the short track side including north wilkesboro and and you know bringing north wilkesboro back and all of the stuff that's going on with nashville and all that stuff um it's got to be exciting as a short track guy like yourself um like i think you would class yourself as a short track guy right that's that's where you came from but it's got to be exciting for you because it's kind of right in your wheelhouse and 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 I think that the fan base is engaging in it as well. So it's got to be really exciting for you. It, you know, it is. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that Coliseum last year, I mean, I was fired up. You know, first event, go there and try to pull that one off with all the heat races. And, yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's it's been a while since some of these cup guys have done that sort of stuff. I mean, there, there are some uh, wily veterans that it's been a while since they run anything like you call a heat race and last chance and lining them up and limited uh, – adjustments and we're going to have six minutes and eight minutes. And, you know, when all that started to come about, it was kind of fun because we uh, had to go in and run it that way. That was the only way we could do it to meet the TV windows. And boy, they all jumped on board, uh, just a bunch of professional teams and guys. And, and we pulled it off and we, you know, we got it done the second time, but yeah, kind of in the wheelhouse, you you know, really like it looking forward to the all-star race. And uh, you know, everything evolves. Uh, you know, we went to the mile and a half and so we do all that and what works, you know, today might not work in five years from now and it might swing in one way and it goes back. And that's just, you know, the balance of what we do. It's um, it will change. It will change again, but yeah, it, it's fun right now. And, and, and the short tracks are really, uh, you know, taking off and some of these cool events we're doing and, you know, the street course at Chicago, obviously go back to some of the days at Toronto and Edmonton and, you know, BC. And that's, uh, you know, that that's really neat because, uh, you know, I have the upper hand kind of that we've done it many times. Mm-hmm. And it definitely helps when you go into a new venue that, you know, we've kind of been there, done that. And uh, hopefully, uh, you know, can just make sure everything goes smooth and 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 try to you know give everyone equal opportunity and hope everything works out and the uh, and the fans enjoy the show so it's a uh, it's a lot of fun but definitely yeah sh- short track I'm a short track guy and I'll, I'll be that way you know till I'm done and yeah, yeah the trucks and the rough stuff and that's kind of you guys know where I come from and that's that's part of the show that's uh, entertainment 
that's racing. That's kind of what we do. I could just hear Brad when they're talking about the street course. Well, they can't go through there. Yeah. You want to bet they can't? Yeah. You, 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 they go through a gate up in up in Canada. They go through oh, yeah. they go through a gate side by side up there. Oh yeah, yeah, guys, relax. I've seen it all happen. I'm with you. Uh, and Brad, you're you've got a big season lined up. The 2023 season for a NASCAR Cup fan is going to be off the charts. Uh, you're adding stuff like uh, Chicago. That's the streets of Chicago. This has got to be huge. Uh, it's going to be off the hook. And I know you guys got all kinds of plans for all the road races that happen, too. And it's always special to watch. I never was a road course guy. I am now. Yeah, they're exciting. I mean, you know, just uh, any 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 track, we, we can put excitement on. You know, these, these next-gen cars really perform. Um, you know, they don't have as much wheel hop and things like that, which makes them more uh, – uh, you could say a road course style car. Mm-hmm. So it, uh, it pushes everybody right to the edge. The braking zones get pushed to the edge. I mean, just some real close tight racing. And uh, I think it'll, it'll only get better this year. You know, we, we've worked on a lot of stuff in the off season. The engineers have been busy and John Probst and his group, um, you know, again, looking at some of the uh, issues that we could probably improve on. And we certainly have, and, you know, that, that's part of a brand new car and, and a lot of work going in behind the scenes. So um, I'm excited to get to Daytona. It's big, uh, 75th Daytona 500. I mean, I don't think it gets any bigger, and we're looking forward to it. And, I, you know, I really think we're going to put on a great show for everybody. So we got qualifying for the Cup Series. Uh, this is, honest to God, the Race Fan Mecca Week is this week. Uh, you've got qualifying for the Daytona 500, single lap qualifying, right, Brad? That's correct. On Wednesday, yes. Single lap qualifying for your duels. So now you go out there, you qualify for the Daytona 500, the front row, really. Uh, Everybody else, you're seeding for the duels come Thursday, and they split the field into two. Uh, If you've never seen this, you've got to watch this on Thursday. It'll all be on Fox. You won't miss a thing. Or TSN up here in Canada. Uh, But, Brad, after the guys qualify... Do they get test time before they head into the duels, or is that it? No, the way uh, the way it's kind of gone, you know, COVID taught us a lot. Um, you know, taught us a lot about how much practice we really need, how much the teams utilized it. You know, the expenses and the it, it just uh, we learned a lot through COVID. And uh, no, there's no practice. They're going out. They're going out. I mean, they got the Sims. These guys, like I say, are the best in the business. Right. Uh, they're going out. They're running their fast lap. Where they land is where they land to start their uh, duels. And then we'll run, uh, you know, we'll run the duels, which will be pretty exciting. And then we do have two practice sessions before the 500, which is the Great American Race. Uh, they will get two practice sessions prior to that. Uh, we'll re-inspect, re-rack, and on Sunday, get ready to go. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. I know you'll remember this year. Uh, the, the the year you and I were down there, I do believe you're still with the Penny Series, but we were broadcasting live from the fan zone, and Brad was nice enough. He had the, uh, oh, it was back when there was, VIP suites on the back stretch at Daytona. Uh, he <laughs> yeah. invited Sue and I up to uh, be with everybody. We had a ball. We had a blast. And what a different way to see the Speedway. But I remember that particular year, Brad, and uh, I know there's two or three years that we did that. So um, try and remember this. But uh, I remember Dale Jr. having the pole for the Daytona 500. He qualified, got the pole, and uh, he went out in practice after qualifying. He ended up getting into one with a draft 
ended up wrecking the back end of the car. Uh, Sue and I were in the garage area on, I, I want to say it was Friday night, because I believe the trucks were on the racetrack running their race. It was dark. And uh, Sue and I just walking through the cup garage. And lo and behold, there's Dale Jr. with his crew working on the car. And uh, he was standing towards the back of the car. So I went to ask if I could get a quick interview with him. And Dale says, yeah, sure, sure, turn it on. And when I turned my mic on, there was three other guys from media. And they seen Dale, they seen me, and they seen the microphone. So <laughs> it was like throwing a fry to a seagull. Boom, we got around him. And I was just trying to ask him the question, how's the car coming along? Because I know you wrecked it earlier today. But uh, there was another media member in there and jumped right on Dale and said, you know, the talk that's out there is that you, uh, NASCAR, uh, sort of rigged this. And you are the Daytona 500 pole sitter because NASCAR wanted you to be the Daytona 500 pole sitter. Well, I'll tell you what, Brad, uh, I've never seen Dale Earnhardt turn on anybody, but he turned on that media guy and just let him have it and said, do you think for a moment? that NASCAR could even think of doing that. Don't you think you guys should have all that crap figured out? And it was true. It was like, uh, you never know the conspiracy theories that all circulate around, uh, especially around qualifying, because it is the fast lap. You got to know that Hendrick's going to be quick. You got to know that, you know, the the top teams are going to go out there and do well. But let's see how they do in the Daytona 500. That's where it all pays the, the money and when the window opens up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get, you know, I mean, it's it's part of any big league sports. You know, we'll we'll get the black helicopters flying around time to time. And, you know, anyone that knows any of the uh, folks that are, are uh, high, you know, running at NASCAR, uh, it's kind of, you know, it's kind of funny because uh, that's about the last thing. You know, I look at the number on the side of the cars and that's how we operate. And uh, yeah, but it, it just comes with the, with the turf, as you well know. Yeah, pretty amazing. So we get into Thursday. It is the uh, duels at Daytona. That is really how the field will be set for uh, the Daytona 500. How is the car count looking at this point? Are the entries still open, Brad, where somebody could, you know, say, hey, we're going to go make an attempt to run the Daytona 500 and get added? Or is the list sort of cemented at this point? Yeah, no, we're we're at we're at forty two cars for forty fields, so two will go home. Um, obviously, we, you know we've got uh, we've got you know a bunch coming in up above our charters. Uh, if if someone out there had a car ready to go and chose to try to make the five hundred, they can still do that. They'd be a late entry, as we call it. Um, but they're certainly uh, still open to do that. Uh, it should be fun, though. You know, we got Pastrana, we got you know Jimmy Johnson, Chandler Smith, Zane Smith. Uh, you know, a bunch of uh, JJ Yaley. There's a bunch that are uh, are going to be in there having some fun, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, unfortunately, two of them, uh, two of them are not going to make it. But it should be pretty exciting when we get to the duels. Seven, uh, Jimmy Johnson, old seven time. He is going to have to qualify in on time. Correct. He hasn't got that, a charter. That is correct. No provisionals. Jimmy, Jimmy's uh, going to be in an open open car, and you know he has to he has to fight his way in. So it's going to be exciting. It's going to be great to see. Oh, man, that's going to be off the chart. Brad, this has been great catching up with you. We so much appreciate your time, and we know how busy you are, especially heading in to Speed Week and heading into uh, really the first points-paying race, the Daytona 500, coming up next weekend and all you've got cooking. It's truly going to be a great Speed Week. I heard the Daytona 500 is sold out. 
Oh yeah, it's sold out. You know, there's a, there's not a campground to be found. There's not, you know, there's not a seat to be had. So, which is just great. And, uh, you know, hopefully we continue that throughout the year. But Joe, first of all, thanks for everything you do for the sport. Sport in Canada, I know how big you are uh, up there in Canada. And it's uh, it's guys like you that make it all work. And uh, good luck on your new show, Joe and Joe, and anything I can ever do to help. But all the race fans, enjoy the Super Bowl. And get ready for a, get ready for a great uh, great weekend next week, and we're about to get real. Oh, incredible. Got goosebumps. I got a sweater on. If you put if you put two faces for radio together, you get one TV face, right? That's that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it goes. <laughs> there In, you go. Incredible. Brad Moran, you have a good one. Uh, say hi to Joe Force and be safe down there, bud. We'll be watching all the way through. Will do. Thank you, everybody. Have a great evening. You bet. That is Brad Moran. He is the managing director for the NASCAR Cup Series. It doesn't get any bigger than that, race fans. He's right at the top dealing with all of these guys. Uh, Junior, it's been quite a situation down there. Uh, They've had a lot to learn over the offseason. There's kinks and bugs in the new car that they got to get worked out. They're doing it. Yeah, definitely. You know, the nice part is, is they had all year last year uh, to to find a majority of the big bugs. You know, yeah. uh, just the simple things like getting the thing towed back to the pits because once you had four flat tires, you were done, right? Yeah. Um, just the simple things. They uh, they came up with a bunch of technology to get the thing back to the pit area. They came up with a bunch of technology to to uh, figure out the bugs on the electrical side, and um, you know, there's. It is still relatively new, so they're going to come up with things that uh, that are new on the on the circumstance side. Sure, sure. Uh, but that being said, it's part of the sport. It's uh, part of the reliability portion. Uh, reliability be, uh, will always be a part of of any kind of stock car racing. Um, but I, I do think that uh, they're in a really good place. I think that you know what we've seen. Last year on all of the different formats, whether it be restrictor plate, whether it be mile and a half short track or road course, uh, or even on the dirt, I think we're going to see the same product, if not a little bit better, uh, at each one of them. So um, I think the racing was great last year. I think that, uh, you know, what we've seen at the at the Coliseum was great last year or, or this year. Um, aside from them wrecking each other, you know, constantly, yeah, yeah. uh, every series, uh, you know, under the sun has races like that. Um, so you can't hold that to the car or to the drivers. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm really excited about, uh, uh, you know, the entire year, um, for not only the cup series, but for the entire top three, um, uh, I think that they're in a really good place to, uh, win back some fans. I think they're in a really good place to uh, organically uh, create some headlines. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that, uh, you know, with, with the old guard kind of stepping away, uh, there's some big opportunities for some of these young guys to step up and make a name for themselves, like Whoa. Noah Gregson and, uh, you know, uh, guys like Christopher Bell stepping into their own and, um, you know, Eric Jones, you know, kind of turning a corner. And, um, you know, I, I think that there's such a big opportunity for some of the young guys uh, this year, the next year, and the year after um, to uh, to really become the next superstars of the sport. Well, it's going to be interesting. You can guarantee that. We're right at the beginning of Speed Weeks. Uh, you can't beat it. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to change the discussion. We're going off to Alberta, and we're going to talk to Kyle Reed, driver of the number 42 out there. We see him on both ends of this country. 
He ran the Easter Bunny last year. We're going to get his plan all dialed up. I know he has got preparations ready to go. He was on the podium of the Western Rattler 300 at Penticton Speedway just a year ago. Uh, I believe Kyle is uh, got that one circled on the calendar as unfinished business. We'll find out what's happening with Kyle Reed right on the other side of the break. Don't you go anywhere. Joe Jr. and I will be back in just mere moments. Please make it out. Joe, can you hear me? Oh, I know. It goes asphalt's racing on dirt for plant potatoes. <laughs> but I ain't saying that. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Basketball has become a global game. From legends such as Hakeem Olajuwon and Dirk Nowitzki to today's superstars like Giannis and Luka Doncic. Giannis to the rim, slam it with a left hand. There's no shortage of international talent in the NBA. World of Basketball with Fran Fraschilla is a podcast dedicated to profiling the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the sport in their countries. New episodes are available Thursday on the Sirius XM app and Pandora Podcasts. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. And welcome to absolutely all of you on Rev TV. It's our debut on Rev TV, national television. So, so glad you could tune in. We are going to go off now to Canada's West Coast. And we've got a driver that, uh, hey, man, I'll tell you what. You see him on both ends of the country. You see him in the IWK 250 and a lot of pro stock tour races. You see him at the Easter Bunny 150 down in the U.S. 
you never know where the number 42, Robbie's Machine, the King Competition, number 42, Kyle Reed, is going to show up. But he shows, and he's with us right now. What's going on tonight there, Kyle? How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. How's everything going there? Doing fantastic, my friend. Uh, I can see the 42 uh, perched in its shop right behind you. How's the preparations coming along for that bad machine? Good, good. We we got a list. Um, we're we're hoping to have everything finalized by the first week in March, and then set up and ready to go for Penticton. This is the this is the one we're going to run out, out here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we got some some uh, cosmetic stuff, and we got a one of the king guys. I think is going to come out at the uh, for a week and and work with us and make sure that we're all uh, all dialed in and. And ready to go. So, yeah, should be good. Kyle, you finished on the podium. You led a lot of laps last year in the Western Rattler 300. It was the debut for that race at Penticton Speedway. Uh, We were there. Uh, I'm kind of biased to it. We called it. I was kind of going into that race with Brad Mann. Uh, Brad from the East Coast, one of our broadcasters. Brad and I talked before the race, and I said, what do you expect here? 300 laps is the longest distance we have ever seen. One of these super late models go, one of pro late model. Um, I said, what are you expecting? He said, Joe, this is going to be a long night. He said, we got cars here from all over Canada. He said, the furthest distance away is Kyle Reed, of course, from the East Coast. We know you're out of Alberta, which is kind of over that way, but still in all, man, it's a long, long trip, uh, especially when the 42 car comes out of that King Racing Stable that is on the East Coast of Canada. We know you got lots of miles on. Uh, but Brad said, we got cars here from all over Canada. And they got to get used to running, not only on a different track. they got to get used to running around one another. And as he said, I think there's going to be a lot of incidental contact, a lot of wrecks, could take a long time. And uh, he said, that's what I'm kind of predicting. I said, okay, I hope you're wrong. Because I, I really hope for a good, fast-paced race. And we get mm-hmm. lots of moving and shaking. Well, my God, I got the wish that I wanted. We finished that three uh, that 300-lap race, complete with a break in the middle, two hours and, I say, 59 minutes. And I think Trevor corrected me and said two hours, 39 minutes. But, man, the whole show was in the box in that amount of time. It was a phenomenal race, to say the least. And what a way to get a season fired off here in Canada with a big show like that, paying big dough. And you got the who's who in late model racing showing up to it. And Kyle, you fit that glove. You are the who's who. And uh, you led a lot of that race and ended up finishing third in the show. First of all, take us back to last year's 300, uh, the Western Rattler 300. How come you gave up the lead? Was Riley that much stronger, or were you developing an issue? Were you having trouble? Um, so we had uh, – so the first half of the race, we wanted to – our plan, because we, we, we knew we were taking tires halfway. It was mandatory. So you couldn't – there was not a, not a whole lot of strategy that you could play into it. You had to take your tires at the halfway break. Mm-hmm. So – we knew everybody was going to take tires and actually Andrew, Andrew Hicken was out with me and uh, the strategy that he, he wanted to play was just run the shit out of it for 150 laps and see what we're going to, 
we're going to get out of these tires because right. we're not used to to running on them. It was a different compound and a different uh, yeah different make. So we were just going to see what we you know could get away with and how much we could have used them and what they would take. And then uh, so yeah, so we and we did not expect to get out as 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 quick as we did. We had a you know we were just going to bide our time, but the kind of everything fell in, into our place and on the because I think we had the restart and then a quick restart right after that. Yeah, yeah, we did. And, uh, yeah, I, I just like I, I found that we the racing that we're kind of accustomed to in back east Ontario um, in the states, you you capitalize on everything you 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 get when opportunities are there and. Right. And and I feel we you know we, we we did that very well there. Our restarts are good, um, so yeah, I think I think it went went well. And then um, yeah, we we got out to the out front and we just pretty much ran a pretty fast pace to see what we could do. And then I think Riley Riley caught us at the end of that run, and then um, then just before the halfway break, and then we had. Um, we had uh, so we did the halfway break. I don't know what happened to them guys. I don't know if they got penalized. They or something did, or... yeah, they did. Actually, there was a rule, and you'll remember yeah. this: uh, when you pull down pit road at the halfway break, you cannot touch the car. Crew can't touch the car until the horn goes, and when yeah. the horn goes, then they can attack the car. When they blow the horn, that's it. You roll yeah. out. Well, I guess when everybody was pulling in, the O nine pulled in, and Trevor. The 69 is sitting in the car, and he's looking out the windshield, and he could see a crew member come over to the 09 car, and he physically touched the car. Did he adjust anything? I don't think so, but he touched the car. Rule is, you can't touch the car. So Trevor's yeah. on the radio saying, hey, the 09's going to the back. Somebody touched his car before the horn because the horn hasn't sounded. And yeah. I guess one of the crew guys off the 09 car keyed up his mic and he said well hey guess what boss somebody's touching your car at the back end right now too and the horn hasn't gone so it looks like you're following them and that's what happened it was unbeknownst to us in the broadcast room uh i couldn't figure out we're going to restart the race and the 09 and the 69 to the rear i thought oh man i i don't know what's happening took a couple of laps we got the word from the director and said no no here's what happened they went to the back so we put that out on air, and away we went. Now we understand. Uh, and I know that you and the 69 car were jostling for position, uh, and he ended up getting you, uh, but he didn't get you and leave you. You were on him like a dog on a bone, trying to chase him down, and uh, eventually the 09 got both you and the 69, and that's the way the race finished up. But what did you think of Penn Ticton Speedway? Uh, what a great little racetrack. That's a hidden gem. Yeah, it, it really truly is. I mean, it's on top of a hill, like a mountain, really. Um, it's a beautiful facility. You, you, nothing what we expected going there. Um, and, I mean, the, the like going through BC, like Kelowna, Penticton, in that area, it's probably the nice, one of the nicest drives to a racetrack I've ever had. I mean, absolutely gorgeous scenery. Um, and then they, they did a really – I mean, they were still – I think when we got there Thursday, they were still welding gates and 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 uh, grandstands, and I mean, like hats off to them guys because they did a tremendous, tremendous job with that track, and and I can't wait to see it this year because they they paved the 
there was uh, three and four were, was new surface, and then one and two was the old asphalt. So they've since they've since paved that as well. So it's going to be uh, yeah, I, I, it's going to be a different track again going mm. back there. Yeah. But um, I, I like it. It's 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 fun. It's two different corners, and uh, like I said, we we had a really good run. We broke a um, we actually had a flat on the second half of that oh. uh, of the the second one fifty. Mm-hmm. 50 segment and um we had the right front go flat and it drug the heim on the sway bar and and then broke so by the time we got a caution to get in to get the tire fixed and then we realized we had no sway bar so then we were we were into a, a bit of a mess so we ran the last i don't know 115 laps or 110 laps with no no sway bar <laughs> And, and the whole time, your crew chief, Andrew Hicken, said, oh, no, it's okay, Kyle. Everything's just fine. Yeah, but, Andrew, this car don't feel right. Well, it does. Just keep driving. You're good. I can hear him. Yeah. No, it was good. He packed up the right front as best he could. And <laughs> and uh, you you really had a – restarts were tricky. You had to wait till you got heat in the, in, the, in the left front. And you pretty much had to drive the left front down on the apron and one or two to get it to, to turn. So it was – it was tricky, and then and then trying to do that, and then race with uh, with the sixty nine and the 09. So it was, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like uh, you know we had a really good race. We salvaged a great finish, but um, you know I would have liked to seen us not have them issues. So I bet. Kyle, might have been a different outcome. Obviously, uh, you and and your brother, your family loves motorsports, right? There's no there's no question about that. Um, I, I imagine that you get questions all the time of why do you do it when you're way out there? Do you, do you ever get that question? Like, <laughs> you know, like you, you're, you are up against every obstacle possible. Um, you know, there's guys that live 15 minutes away from a racetrack that, that, that like racing, but they, they don't do it anymore. But there's a guy like you who really, you have to drive, you know, 15 hours to get to a racetrack. If not uh, more. If not more. Yeah. And and you are a, a a diehard. You're a you're you know you're you're there. Um, you're you're competitive. You're all of the above. But but do you ever get that question of why do you do it? You get that you, you get that a lot. But I mean, it's you know one. I mean, you know, we run a transportation business, so it's not out of out of characteristic for for that for for us for long drives or anything like that. So. Um, that's that's not too bad, but it's uh, it, it it really is. Uh, I, I tell you, one of the things with it, where you we work so much and and we run our own business, and it's you know it's uh, it going to the racetrack. It, it's a great stress relief, and it's a great. Um, but I, I don't. You almost need the de- day or two drive to kind of get your mind in the right place uh, to be able to do what you're going to do on the weekend yep, because. Right. You know, I've I've done it a couple times, where in the Maritimes where I flew in the night before and then jumped in the race car and things never ever work out. You know, you you're not on point. You're not your your head somewhere else. And and you know, for me, I almost need that. I I look forward to that kind of that drive because it's you know you get your your head wrapped around what you're going to do and it gives you a couple of days to put yourself in a, in a different place, right? Yeah, yeah it sure does. And uh, there's no doubt. Last year, you started your season out at the Easter Bunny 150 
is the plan again this year to run the Easter Bunny and then load up and head for uh, BC Penticton Speedway to the Western Rattler? Yeah, so the uh, the pass car is all ready to go. It's at King. It showed up there um, just after he had his grand opening um, uh, a few weeks ago. And so that's that's all ready to go. And we're actually going to take two cars down there uh, just so we have a, have a, a backup. My my Riverside car is going going as well, mm. so that's there at King now as well, and that's they're they're getting everything uh, squared up on that, and yeah, so so by the, the end of uh, go ahead the car that's behind you is that the Western Rattler car then? Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, I can't wait to see you back out there. Uh, it's going to be amazing. How's Chris doing? Your brother? Good, good, good. He's and uh, your dad. Everybody you know, doing well. Yeah, no, everybody's doing good. Uh, Mom and dad are doing great, and and uh, my brothers are, are good. Chris is good. Um, they're going to do. I don't know what his schedule is. Him and I usually run run a little different schedules. It seems like it's hard for me. Uh, I can't. I can't do the consecutive. You know, I couldn't do three or four weekends in a row. So I kind of have to pick and choose my. You know, I like the Easter Bunny. I like it because I get. You know three, 400 laps in, in a, in a, in two or three days. Right. So that's kind of a, a tune up. Then we go to Pendicton. We're going to run 300 laps there. And then, uh, then we're, we're, we're ready for, um, June for the maritime pro sector. Yeah. Now you, you, the preparations are incredible. You do a phenomenal job. The whole Reed family does and always have Kyle. This has been great catching up with you. We so much appreciate your time. Who are you taking in the Daytona 500? Have you got a horse in the race? Have you picked anybody? Who's your favorite NASCAR Cup driver? Or do you got one? Well, I got a, I got a few that I, I like. Uh, it seems like the last few years, it's always uh, you know somebody that's uh, unpredictable. But um, for for whatever reason, I'm going to go with that eight car. Ah, you like Kyle Busch in the eight, do you? No, he's, he's, his personality I'm not a huge fan of, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think you know, it would be interesting to see that car, the RCR number eight, and him, you know. And I, and I think, you know, yeah, the eight or the three, I think they're off to, uh, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of them this year. And Yeah. yeah. Really good start for those guys. Uh, Martin Truax in the 19 car. Also, look at the start he's got. Never That's count cool. him out. Yeah, yeah. He was out of victory lane all last year. He starts yeah. out in victory lane this year. Kind of cool. Daytona is always interesting. And I know we all look forward to the Easter Bunny 150. We'll get you back on before that. And, of course, we always look forward to Canada's kickoff to racing, and that is the Western Rattler 300 at Penticton Speedway. That 42 car going to play a role this year. Unfinished business, right, Kyle? I hope so. I hope we can, uh, you know, improve what we did last year. Well, you got two spots to make up, my friend. Uh, good for you. Thanks so much for the time tonight. Say hi to the whole crew, the family, everybody. And I know I look forward to seeing you at Penticton, at Penticton in person, bud. Okay, guys, have a good night. You betcha. That is Kyle Reed in the number 42 for Robbie's Towing, uh, King Racing. Uh, they got a good one there, Junior. It's uh, going to be very interesting. The 42 car can get the job done. 
but so can so many others at Penticton. And we've got a lot of hardware coming to that race this year. You can guarantee it. Yeah, 100%. You know, when you uh, – I asked that question, you know, I I really wanted the fans to get the passion (laughs) of of the sport from from that answer. He's, uh, uh, you know, the the Reed family, um, you know, if if there's a supporter in racing – you know, if there's an award for that, <laughs> they are supporters of motorsports. Oh, and, yeah. and uh, um, you know, they, uh, they they sponsor a handful of guys in the East Coast, uh, you know, in the Sportsman Series. And, uh, of course, they they put a, a car on the racetrack, <laughs> number number one. Um, they, they both do, Chris and, and Kyle as well. And um, they put a show on, you know. It's not oh. like two brothers that don't uh, – They, if you see the two Robbie cars side by side, you're, you're going to see some smoke and you're going to see some sparks from Lion. Neither brother cuts the other one. No, God, no. Slack. It is, uh, it is incredible to watch, and, and uh, uh, they are just a true testament of, uh, uh, of a lot of fun at the racetrack. And, uh, yeah, hats off to them, man. It's uh, – uh, you know, the, he wants that win. You can tell. Oh, you can yeah. tell he wants that 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 Rattler win. And and uh, um, you know the the Seberts they uh, they better sharpen their pencil because he's he, he's coming guns a blazing. I got no doubt that Trevor and Riley Seabird are working on those cars as we speak. They can't wait for the big one, the Western Rattler three hundred May fifth sixth that weekend. You got to make it out to Penticton. We're going to have the race live for you, but you'll want to join us at the racetrack. It's a great kickoff to Canada's uh, uh, short track season, uh, and you can't beat it. Penticton is a beautiful place, and you'll love the racetrack. If you can't join us at the track, you can join us all live on Race Time Radio. We're going to step out, take our final break of the night. we got lots more when we come back. Stay with us. Oh, I know. It goes asphalt's racing on dirt for plant potatoes. <laughs> but I ain't saying that. <laughs> you already did. <laughs> You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality in Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Basketball has become a global game. From legends such as Hakeem Olajuwon and Dirk Nowitzki to today's superstars like Giannis and Luka Doncic. Giannis to the rim, slam it with a left hand. There's no shortage of international talent in the NBA. World of Basketball with Fran Fraschilla is a podcast dedicated to profiling the players, coaches, and executives who have led the way in growing the sport in their countries. New episodes are available Thursday on the Sirius XM app and Pandora Podcasts. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! 
Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Hey, everyone. This is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by... Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Andy Gadish, Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Well... We're getting close to the top of the hour. We've got to hand the keys back to both Sirius XM and, of course, our good friends at Rev TV Canada. Sure hope you've enjoyed the debut here on Rev TV. This is what you can expect all the way through. We talked to Canadian short track racers. Uh, we talked to the Canadian contingent that runs the top levels of NASCAR. Uh, we talked to the occasional dirt guys. Uh, we try and spread it out, and we do that each and every week all on Race Time Radio, and we surely appreciate Rev RevTV uh, jumping on with us and uh, bringing you, the race fan, a little bit closer to the sport and getting to know some of the drivers and some of the personalities uh, that make up this great sport. I want to tell you, uh, this is Speed Week. If you're new to stock car racing, uh, this is the week that we have all been waiting for since the last race of the season. We're back to the beginning of a brand new season. It uh, The short track action takes place at New Smyrna Speedway. New Smyrna, the action's going right now. The Florida Modified's on the racetrack. Uh, you can catch it all on Flow Racing. If you can't make it to the Speedway, pick up a copy of uh, Flow Racing and check it out. Uh, the World Series of Asphalt Stock Car Racing, the 57th Annual. Uh, we have a lot of Canadian contingent down there. And they're going to do a great job throughout the course of the week. I also want to remind you that if you do not have Sirius XM satellite radio, now is an opportune time to pick a Sirius XM up. When you're driving down the road, it's a little hard to watch TV, isn't it? Uh, I'll tell you, Sirius XM satellite radio has got you covered all the way through. Keep it tuned to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. And don't forget, 24-7 coverage of nascar on sirius xm nascar radio that gets covered we do all the way around uh it, it's going to be amazing you can catch dave moody and the crew uh broadcasting live from the fan zone i want to say that's either wednesday or thursday just check dave moody's social media out they put a tweet out about it uh pretty excited to broadcast from the fan zone we've been there we've done that and it's a lot of fun getting up close with the fans at daytona but, Junior, let's talk about what we got in front of us. We got New Smyrna Speedway. Night number one, they only got one race in and rain fell. Night number two, you and I took in. We watched it, 
and we got right to, uh, I don't know, about two-thirds through the program, rain came again and canceled the rest of the race. Night number three is on the track right now. Looks like beautiful weather the rest of the week in Florida for all the racing. Yeah, it looks beautiful for the rest of the week. And, um, you know, it's typical. You know, you, get, you do get uh, a day or a day and a half of rain down there for Speed Week. Um, it's cool that it's uh, happening at the beginning of the week. Obviously, there's some big races to come. Uh, you know, you got the uh, Richie Evans Memorial. You've got the um, Orange Blossom Special 100. You've got uh, uh, a pile of uh, big races. One thing that is circled on my calendar um, is actually Tuesday night. Tuesday um, night. Tuesday night at New Smyrna um, is is a night that you want to take in. Uh, super late model racing, the Southern Super Series. Um, if you are you know planning on running the Snowball Derby, right? The Southern Super Series is a place where you're going to spend a lot of time because they spend a lot of time at Five Flag Speedway. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the names that come out of the Southern Super Series are are names like Bubba Pollard and Stephen Nassi and Matt Craig. And, uh, you know, the list goes on and on of, of the who's who um, within Southern Super Late Model Racing. Um, it's the first time that one of the big Southern Super Series or, or Southern Super Late Model Series right. have, have made the pilgrimage to Speed Weeks. Right. Um, you we've know, seen parts and pieces, but seen, not a collective Exactly. Unit. We've seen yeah. the, a, the ACT Series at, at Speed Week. Um, we have never seen, you know, the Southern Super Series. We've never seen the CRA Series. Uh, we've never seen the Cars Tour race. Um, you know, on the Super Late Model side, those are those are the big ones. Sure they are. Um yeah. But, uh, you know, with the Southern Super Series uh, rolling into town, they're going to have, you know, close to 30 cars. Um, you know, Casey Roderick going to be there. Um, just uh, the list goes on and on. You All know, the uh, big names. Connor James, yep. It, it, and, and a bunch of young stars as well. Like, you, you know, uh, competitors that you're going to see in the, in the ARCA Series in the next couple of years or in the Truck Series in, in the next couple of years. Um, and, uh, it's going to be incredible. So Tuesday night is that as well. The 76 lapper, um, you know, the, the blue Memorial, um, that's a huge one. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, there's, there's great racing all the way through. Yeah. And that's that new Smyrna speedway, of course, qualifying for the Daytona 500, the ARCA presented by Menard series is coming up. We're going to have some Canadians in that ARCA race. You'll want to key in on, uh, Jason White. He's going to be in that race. I believe the 44 car is the one that he's going to be in. You want to keep an eye on Amber Balkan. Of course, she's from Manitoba. She's got a great shot at winning this ARCA race at Daytona. Uh, and we got to keep an eye on about Kane Lapsevich. He's going to be on top of the box for the 55. So there is even more Canadian content than that. But those are some to keep your eye on in the ARCA race. Then, of course, we got the truck race coming up. We've got uh, Jason White's going to be in that one as well. Uh, then we've got Xfinity. We heard from Alex. Uh, we, we know Dexter Stacy's going to be in that one. And then, of course, the Great American Race, the Daytona 500, is happening on Sunday uh, to put that cherry on top of all of it. Uh, pretty amazing. Junior, one minute left. Who are you taking in the Daytona 500? Because the next time we hit the button, we're going to know who won it. Hey, the next time, uh, I, I got to go with Denny Hamlin. Okay, you're going with Denny Hamlin. Yep. Kyle Reed's going with the eight car. He likes uh, uh, Mr. Bush. I am going to go with Old Faithful. You know who Old Faithful is. No. 
I'll just tell you next Sunday night. No. Oh no. yeah. I'll tell you. You chicken. Oh, I picked a guy. I, I picked I'm a guy not... that has me blocked on Twitter for God's sakes. Okay. Okay. I'll take, take somebody. I'll, uh, who am I going to take? I'll take the twenty-four car. Uh, Byron. Okay. That's who I'm going to take. All right. Uh, Hendrick car. Good pick. Yeah, I think it's going to be. But that's going to do it for us tonight in the Race Time Radio Studio. Want to thank you all for tuning in. Got to thank Sue right here in the Race Time Radio Studio for hooking us up with everybody and getting everything out. Got to thank Scotty back in Toronto and the guys at Rev TV Canada. We surely enjoyed this. Sure hope you have. And we'll see you next time right here on Race Time Radio. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.